0: On and welcome, friends, to another episode of the Lord of the Wrongs podcast—the only Tolkien podcast the professor himself would dismiss as juvenile and crass. My name is Dan Zerby, and together with my good friend and co-host Sean Kelly, we'll be discussing the writing's adaptation, news, games, and anything else related to J.R. Tolkien's legendarium in a way he would probably not agree or not approve of. Uh, Either way. <laughs>
1: Definitely, he wouldn't agree
0: with the way we do things. He wouldn't approve of the way we do things. <laughs>
1: uh, we them. hope he might be entertained by it.
0: Yeah, he might be amused by some parts and, uh, <laughs> some and parts. frustrated not by still. others. <laughs> he be like, what the hell are you idiots doing? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, hey, Sean. Uh, hey, Zurb. How are we doing? <laughs> uh, doing fine. My head's still spinning thinking about
1: video games uh, <laughs> from our last yeah, episode. Just... Figured you needed a little time to recover from that. So we Jesus uh, Christ. <laughs> you know, we decided to move on to one of your favorite subjects. But first, is there is there any Tolkien stuff going on in your life right now? Any updates? Um,
0: well, uh in Updates. I finished rereading uh, lord of the rings for the millionth time i'm still listening to the andy circus uh narrated uh silmarillion audiobook which is just awesome it's it's just it's yeah. so great it's so great i
1: just i finished the his audiobook of all three of uh the lord of the rings yeah. sections all six books all one book however <laughs> yeah. you decide to break it up <laughs> yeah uh and well yeah yeah i guess that's worth slightly explaining to people who haven't read the books the book is yeah. one book
0: yeah tolkien wanted uh, it to be a single volume it's a yeah
1: it's designed it sort of designed to be one book but that book is broken up into six quote unquote books uh, which sort of cover different sections of the story, which makes a natural yeah. stopping point for three volumes to be separated into two books apiece, which is uh, are the three that we know and love today yeah
0: which Tolkien was not happy about he really did not like especially the two towers I mean book book uh three and four really don't have much of any any crossover whatsoever it's really just okay here's what's happening with the uh, with the three yeah, hunters and sam and frodo are doing their thing and there there's no overlap at all which he thought yeah. was a little awkward
1: besides but the brief i don't see
0: a problem with it honestly after reading it several times
1: yeah yeah the brief mention of like things that are happening happening simultaneously they right. are pretty much entirely not connected yeah but uh i sure. uh, yeah no his his versions of the audiobooks are uh pretty brilliantly read not I mean, to i mean not to knock the notch. uh who was the who did the previous um i have of... all of those audiobooks on my
0: phone as well
1: <laughs> so let me look it up real quick i I'm, should consider me shocked but um yeah no, it, <laughs> no I'm, right? I'm gonna move on to the silmarillion after this to finally yeah uh i mean at least listen through the whole thing uh at once instead of just sort of reading every part of it piecemeal like i have Right, yeah. I will say uh, related to Tolkien audiobooks
0: as I'm looking up the name of the guy who did the more famous, I guess, uh, or the earlier version of uh the Lord of the Rings books, uh Christopher Lee narrates the children of Hurin, and it just freaking rules. Yeah. Um Rob Inglis, damn it. Yes. Yes. Rob Inglis did the um yeah. And I mean, he also did, and a great, and a great job, job but... he did. Yeah, they were great. But Andy Circus does he does his he has his specific voice voices acting. for every single character, has a unique voice, and they're and, distinct.
1: And, and even yeah. he'll do the character work is incredible. He'll do voices for characters as told like as quoted by another character and it's like how do you like yeah, yeah gandalf will be telling a story and oh it yeah, when, be, yeah. <laughs> he'll do like smeagol's voice it, when like in gandalf, gandalf doing voice. voice
0: it's so <laughs> great it's 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 awesome he does it, it's a we're not we're not you know we're not getting paid to say any of this uh, no it of it just really is exactly <laughs> that good. As soon as as soon as he put out The Hobbit, I told like every single person I knew whether they were into Tolkien or not like you have to get this audiobook. It's the best audiobook
1: you're ever going to hear. Yeah, um, but um yeah, uh, yeah. listening through awesome. those books again made me think of about 10 different corrections that I've, <laughs> I've all slipped my mind oh, yeah. immediately afterwards, so we are going to we're we're still going to need those corrections folks when uh, when you oh, come yeah. across them but just remember that we're just kind of doing a lot of this off the dome and uh <laughs> yeah. it's not always going to be
0: yeah i don't think I'm, it's I'm fair sorry. to say we don't write the episodes because we write a general outline of where we're going to go with oh the yeah so we do
1: we do look up it's... the the relevant topic it's the diversion. Yeah. Sort yeah when of we things. Yeah. Yeah, when we Once get, we get into, into the weeds.
0: Collect, uh uh that's where you can be like, okay, they might not have got that right. If you hear if you hear it yeah. uh that lasts at least what, 3 4 seconds. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's that's um how you or <laughs> it. Yeah. It's a really long uh that's when you know you you can you can doubt us. Um so actually of even, when, even even when we're confident maybe we should be doubted too cuz yeah, yeah, that's probably
1: true. Uh but yeah, I we gotta I gotta throw on the Dunce cap and yeah. head into correction corner here. Yeah, yeah, crawl on your belly to correction corner, you snake. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's a little aggressive, I'm but ridiculous. I will I'm prostrate sorry. myself and <laughs> and submit myself to whatever penance is required of me for uh my bold claims last at the end of the last episode that Our uh claims
0: are always bold Do you notice that <laughs> we
1: <laughs> only make bold claims <laughs> bold and often outlandish but you know <laughs> regularly we fact. haven't we haven't gotten a lot of them right but one of these days <laughs> <laughs> yeah he uh so i claim that tolkien was pretty obsessed with POM pong an avid gamer at the advent of video games once again, with, with a, like a lot of our corrections timeline
0: issue.
1: Yeah, I can't disprove it, but it seems pretty highly unlikely. Uh, Pong came out in 1972, and Tolkien passed in 73. So, so it's possible. It's possible still, <laughs> but not. Very likely. <laughs> it's it's very very
0: unlikely. I would I would say. Yeah. Um, so,
1: my bad. <laughs> maybe <laughs>
0: maybe John's bad. I'm not willing to let him just fall on his sword here because it's possible, and you can't prove that
1: Tolkien didn't play Pong. So yeah, I, you can't I, I gotta prove negative. So it's possible. I, I'm just gonna go out and say it's most likely my bad. So. There yeah. you go. Yeah. Consider consider myself corrected. But on to our uh our topic today. This is a return to form after all these specials. Hell yeah. Yeah. Uh, we've had our, our Rings of
0: Chowder special. We had our video game special last episode. And now it's we're back to form with talking about one of my favorite characters, if not a particularly important
1: character. Tom Bombadil. Hey doll, maddy Doll Tom Bombadillo. Oh my god, he's
0: here. Hi, Tom Bombadil. How's it
1: going? <laughs> I, I thought you could make it onto the podcast today. Yes, it's me. <laughs> I I see I was the hoping I could Bombadillo. do I was hoping I could do more uh improv. <laughs> Uh, it's, pa- it's bombadillo tough. lines
0: Tom it's pretty early yeah, <laughs> yeah. but
1: I, in bombadillion it's pretty early in the morning for me so yeah you worked till till 11pm last night so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that makes it a little a little tougher to yeah, we're, both, <laughs> just... we're both still drinking our morning tea so <laughs> yeah I don't, I don't have too much I'll see if I could drop some lines now and again but yeah, we're talking about Tom Bombadil.
0: Yeah, just do your best, Sean. I'm sure it'll be great. But yeah, we're talking about Tom Bombadil. And, and um, you know, for anybody listening who's only seen perhaps the the Lord of the Rings movies, you're asking yourself, "Who is Tom Bombadil?" And you know what? You're not the only person to ask that question. In fact,
1: yeah, I'm still wondering. Frodo
0: Frodo <laughs> asked that question twice.
1: <laughs> and kind of gets the same answer twice really pretty much and it's yeah not a it's also it's a great answer and a bad answer yeah but uh, before
0: we give you what that answer is i suppose we should tell you a little bit about who this wacky yeah, well, character
1: is it, what his part in the story is yeah just some context yeah and we we mentioned already in previous episodes how they meet Bombadil, and that's uh, when they're all when half of them are stuck inside of Old Man Willow. That is phrasing, and I just want to say phrasing. <clears throat> yeah. All right. Fair enough. <laughs> but after that's why you Tolkien know, would that... like our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> but. Uh, yeah, I, I mean the only reason they know who Old Man Willow is is because uh, you know they call out for help. Yeah, uh, this it, this guy—we'll <laughs> just call him a guy now for now. This just da- comes dancing along and yeah, he's uh just saves along. <laughs> yeah. So uh,
0: yeah, as the hobbits are uh, passing through the uh, old forest, uh, trying to make their way to Bree. Uh, well, not being seen, of course. Uh, they get, as you might expect, eaten by a tree. Um,
1: yeah, I mean, (laughs) we talked about old man Willow.
0: Yeah, we talked a bit about old man Willow in our uh, our tree Tree. episode. I don't remember which number episode that was, but it
1: would have it would be great if it was episode three. But it definitely wasn't. I believe it it wasn't. But episode three about trees would be pretty good. Three for tree,
0: but. That's probably not what it is, anyway. No. <laughs> so, and they get saved by this fella. So, as uh, Merry and Pippin are getting squeezed to death inside the, inside this tree, Frodo's just frantically shouting uh, up and down the lane, the little path they've been following for help, and he hears this big, jolly, booming voice singing a nonsense song, and that, yeah. Big, booming, uh, voice-singing nonsense is our friend
1: and yours,
0: Tom Bombadillo. <laughs> Tom Bombadillo.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, you know, Tom but Bombadillo, you know, he's a merry fellow dancing in the willows. That's yeah, true. he he likes to, say, he basically exclusively sings or at least speaks in a rhythm or in a meter yeah. pretty yeah, much we were always f- chanting
0: yeah yeah he's he, we were trying to figure out exactly what meter tom bombadil uh does all of his his singing certainly and most all of his speaking even and
1: uh you know yeah we were, we're, it's not <laughs> concrete. Not he changes it up it no, does change a little yeah. bit it's
0: not totally consistent
1: he um, it, it seems like there are four metric feet, which would be basically eight syllables per line. But then sometimes there's like 10 and yeah. then, uh, there isn't really a, a clear, it's like accented sort of yeah. poetry, but it's yeah. not like it has clear. It's not like uh iambic pentameter, like Shakespeare uh, used.
0: Yeah. It's not like it's quite like that. But it makes sense that it would be inconsistent, too, because this is just how he communicates. (laughs) Yeah, it's just a random sort of songy, poetic uh, way of speaking. Yeah.
1: Yeah. But uh, it's very, it's pleasing and a little confounding to read and, uh, (laughs) you know, I would imagine to hear. But uh, anyway, Uh, yeah, especially if
0: you're friends are being, <laughs> being suffocated he, he, inside he, a tree. And
1: this
0: dude's just like, hey doll daddy doll daddy doll on low.
1: And you're like, what uh, can I can you help? Can you help? <laughs> <laughs> like, he what does. have we got here? <laughs> He basically scolds this tree. (laughs) He does. He, yeah,
0: he does. Like naughty, naughty tree.
1: Shames it into letting them go, and then he takes them back to his house to meet his hot wife.
0: Yeah, his hot water wife. Which,
1: (laughs) as I say it out loud, I actually realize
0: I hate that turn of phrase, and I apologize for saying it. Yeah, it doesn't. (laughs) It doesn't. It's not quite. I don't know why i just thought it that sounds quite terrible. have meaning it just yeah it just sounds weird but <laughs> anyway his wife a is goldberry uh, yeah pretty blonde lady named goldberry yeah. uh, who is beautiful uh, like the spring yes she is the river daughter we've also mentioned goldberry before as well when we were talking about the uh the Valar because I think we mentioned that there are just when we we're talking about Ulmo that there are other water spirits. Like yeah. it's not just Ul- Ulmo is uh, of course the Valar in charge of uh, all the water on Arda, but there are other spirits. And Goldberry, Tom Bombadil's wife, is one of those. She is the river
1: daughter. And yeah, yeah. not very specific. But no. it's at no. least a little more specific than we get about Tom. So it is actually more specific <laughs> than we get about Tom. Um, yeah, we'll we'll discuss their nature in a bit. Yeah, um, we'll get there. But uh, yeah, they basically hang out. I mean, we'll just kind of blast through the their story. They just hang out at their house for like a day and a half or something like that. And yeah, a couple days. Yeah. And then um, he kind of sends them back on their way after they, you know, rest and recover a little. And uh, then they end up stumbling into the Barrow Downs, which are the burial mounds of the old kings of, uh, you know, the northern kingdom of Arnor, of the Numenorians, and uh, get attacked in a very creepy way. uh, One of the most
0: creepy passages in the entire book, I would argue. Between yeah. that and uh, like the paths of the dead. Those are the two like creepiest parts of the book, I think.
1: Is. Yeah, I would say so. Besides yeah. the whole like getting stalked by Ring Rays thing. they well, yeah, Frodo gets yeah. sort of like grabbed at by this disembodied hand of evil yeah. sort of thing and Yeah, these evil whites that live in the barrows.
0: Um yeah, a white he... is basically a uh, resurrected like a corpse. Yeah, in this case, it's like a, a a living corpse. It's kind of kind of a zombie. Not 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 zombie isn't like the George Romero, but it's kind of like
1: that. Yeah, I it's an say animated halfway corpse. between uh, zombie and ghost somewhere. In yeah, there. there's
0: it's it's like it's a it's a it's a corpse that has been. It's uh, on the
1: ghost side of a ghoul. <laughs> you, know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> a, you know yeah it's you know it's still a spirit. it's a it's on the ghost side of a ghoul on there's the, an evil
0: spirit in a corpse basically that was put on the there by the Witch king. side
1: yeah. of a <laughs> of a spirit uh <laughs> there's basically the king of angmar down. put
0: put Bad spirits into the corpses of these uh, of these old kings and 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 yeah. men of men of the west uh, and so of the kingdom of Arnor back in the day. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Okay. So so they're
0: like ghosts and ghouls at the same time,
1: but they're white. Yeah. So <laughs> okay. Anyway. Yeah, We're, get, we're getting bogged down in semantics on the maybe one of the less important details of the story. Basically, say, Frodo sheesh, yeah. <laughs> yells for help. That's <laughs> the, the point we're trying to help. get to. Well, Tom,
0: Tom taught him a song, taught the Hobbits a song to sing
1: he if sings they for ever help, get right.
0: into yeah. trouble. And that
1: song is they immediately uh, more did. nonsense about <laughs> Tom Bombadil. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes, of course it is.
0: So, Tom Bombadil, um, in 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 appearance, I think we can start with that too. Uh, he is taller than a hobbit, taller than a dwarf, but less than the height of a man. So he's a like a short. He's a short king. <laughs> he's one of our short kings. <laughs> yes,
1: yeah, so we stand our short king. Yeah, that's right. Um, As the kids probably say. Yeah, he's
0: got a, and uh, he's got a big bushy beard, brown. Uh, with twinkling eyes, a, a good-natured face, and as uh, if you read read the book, you'll know from the song, "Bright blue his jacket is, and his boots are yellow." Yeah, so that's, he, that covers most of his he, appearance. He's usually covered in leaves and shit in his hair cause... <laughs> he's basically um, like
1: raincoat <laughs> hobo Santa. Wow, that is ex- pretty damn dead on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, those at least appearance-wise, you know, he's not getting uh, sure, yeah. out or anything. But... Yeah. yeah.
0: Although he he does he uh, does stock the hobbits with provisions when he does send them on their way. Um, but yeah, yeah. I guess I mean he and he gives them a the gift of... of sanctuary and rest because uh, they have no fear really of the outside when they're in the house of Tom Bombadil
1: because Tom Bombadil is master of his land. Well, there's one thing we get on. Who he is, uh, yeah. but that's pretty much the last we see of Tom Bombadil after he basically just busts some ghosts <laughs> and yeah. sends them on their way. Well, he goes to them uh, to uh, almost to Bree with them, right? Uh, or no, he goes no. to the next town. No, not even that.
0: He doesn't pass the 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 barrow the the downs like once. yeah yeah. Well, he doesn't it, move beyond his land. Really, is it? No, yeah.
1: But I thought they got... He doesn't leave the board. Oh, no, the he just town. tells he tells them where to go. And yeah, he sends, yeah. Um, he ends up like... Take, their ponies just kind of go back to Tom, and then he sends them to... Yeah, they're scared to... Off, yeah, the ponies are scared off by the Barrow
0: Whites, and uh, they meet up with Tom's... And this is my favorite name in all of the legendarium. The ponies, as they're frightened off by the Barrow Whites, are uh, they go off running, and they meet up with Tom's pony, whose name is Fatty Lumpkin. Oh and yes, I fucking love
1: Fatty Lumpkin. <laughs> <laughs> fatty, it's it's just so like. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's so good. It's I such a
1: mean, mean thing to call someone, but it's also just—he's a barrel-shaped horse, though, man.
0: I mean, he's it's a barrel-shaped so pony. It's a uh, fatty Lumpkin. Fucking
1: rules. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if we know, the name well, tom so happy <laughs> probably also. I mean, he's—he's he's a being of power. He probably—that's probably the horse's true name. You know, could be. <laughs> yes. Could be. Which just makes it even better. Yeah. Yeah. But he's only. Hi,
0: my name is Fatty Lumpkin. <laughs> I'm a pony.
1: Yeah, uh, that's that's how I imagine his pony to speak as well. And that's definitely a good yeah. Fatty Lumpkin hey. voice. <laughs> hey, my name. I'm I'm Fatty. I'm Tom's Tom's pony. What's up, Fatty <laughs> Lumpkin? How you doing? <laughs> yeah. Well, he, you know, obviously leads the other ponies because why wouldn't you follow Tom's pony? I and mean, you. Who yeah, wouldn't it follow that. a fatty lumpkin to the ends of the earth? I mean, a, a, a pony with that kind of charisma? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's a rizzed up horse. It's tiny funny. horse. So, all right, let's, so anyway. basically that's the end of Tom's story.
0: And yes, yeah, which is why he was left out of every single adaptation of Lord of the Rings. Cause he's, it's not that he doesn't serve a purpose, but he's not central or
1: particularly it's, important it's to the story. Just not really necessary to tell the story as it is. It's more of a, uh, it's one of those details that sort of adds a depth and a mystery to the world that, you know, yeah. it, it, it does serve a purpose, but you know, you can, yeah, but it's not central to what happens. Yeah. No. So, all right. So would you like to talk about who you think Tom is or what you think he is? And uh, Goldberry, sure. for that matter?
0: Yeah. Well, I think there are spirits that are certainly akin to each other. I don't... So they're not... This is... See, the thing with the Tom Bombadil and Goldberry, to a slightly lesser degree, is that he's just kind of a anomaly, you know? I mean... Yeah, that's can, the
1: sort of real answer.
0: Yeah, I mean, that that's kind of the real answer. It's not as... F- on an answer, but like you're not supposed to know. Like there's no solid answer. Even Tolkien wasn't probably sure exactly the nature of Tom Bombadil. Um
1: there's he was lots of just a mystery of the world, basically. Yeah, it's just yeah.
0: And there are mis- yeah, there are mysteries in our world and there are mysteries in Middle Earth as well. And uh Tom is one of them. Like there's just you know, there's lots of people of there's a lot of theories. You know, I've heard the theory that Tom Bombadil is Tolkien putting himself into the story, which is, it's just not. Yeah, sorry. No, that's not correct. (laughs) Uh, There's a lot of conjecture. He might be a Maya, but uh, he's not. We know he's not a Maya either.
1: So what's the answer Um, that uh, Goldberry
0: gives? Well, Frodo, yeah. Frodo, when they first arrive in the house of Tom Bombadil in the chapter... In the house of Tom Bombadil <laughs> uh, Frodo asks Goldberry specifically um, He says tell me if my Asking does not seem foolish Who is Tom Bombadil And Goldberry replies simply He is <laughs> Yeah that guy over there That's Tom Bombadil yeah. <laughs> Now I know what you're thinking because Frodo has the same thing Frodo looked at her questioningly <laughs> And she's like He is as you have seen him He <laughs> He is the master of wood, water, and yeah, hill. That, <laughs> that's, yeah, that's... He's, that's, he's that's Tom Bombadil. He that's who he is. <laughs> and if you find that answer frustrating, I understand that's very reasonable to feel frustrated by that answer. So, you know, Frodo actually ends up asking another time before leaving. This time, asks Tom himself. And he just says, Who are you, master? Tom says, in response to that, Huh? <laughs> Actually, he says, "Hey, what? Don't you know my name?" Yet? That's the only answer. Who are you? Alone, yourself, and nameless. It's like that, man. So yeah, there's your answer. Yeah, I guess there's your non-answer, guys. Hits him with the clap back Just yeah. it's like, <laughs> who, who am I? I? Who, who the fuck, fuck are you? Are you? <laughs> yeah, who are you if you don't have a name? Huh? Yeah, just it, in and of yourself. Who are you? It's a it's a hell of a question yeah. to answer in response. It doesn't help satisfy the curiosity <laughs> even a little bit, but it does it does raise an interesting philosophical question, I suppose.
1: Yeah, it's one of those things that I think as you get more into Tolkien, you just sort of grow to accept that there are just things yeah. that you're just never going to know. Yeah,
0: about there are enigmas. This world, yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah the, and the,
0: the more you sit with it, the more comfortable you get with these enigmas and not having an answer because there's most of the questions that one would have about the legendarium, like there is an answer. Yeah. you know? <laughs> Like most, many you know, of them, but yeah, I would most, most. I, really, I think most questions you could ask. It's such a deep world that you could have an answer, which is why it's um, but there... so satisfying when you come across these enigmas like Tom that are
1: just kind of meant to be enigmas. Yeah. I mean, there are a lot of instances of, uh, you know, and they were never seen again, or, yeah. uh, you know, we don't know exactly what happened to this person or thing or whatever, but that, yeah. that, that sort of seems more like an artifact of this being, uh, sort of an in-story history book as right, opposed yeah. to, uh, just sort of a general mystery like this. But I would say, so my, sort of, Theory so there's this uh thing called a, a genius Loki, which is um it's like a yeah. Roman mythology concept of a like a spirit of a place mm, yes, and so he I think he is sort of a the spirit of the old forest. Now, I don't know if that's because he sort of adopted it or if it's he sort of came as a package deal with the old forest. But yeah, we know he
0: is eldest. Yes, he is. The The, oldest
1: thing in Middle Earth. the, The they say, Gandalf says that a tree beard is the oldest living thing. Living thing, yes. In Which Middle implies
0: Earth. that Tom is not really alive because he's not.
1: Yeah, he's not a sort of he's standard not a,
0: being. Yeah, he's, not a, he's not a man. He's not an elf. He's not a dwarf. He's not a, not a hobbit. He's none of those things.
1: He's not an elf. So, So I think he is just a, I think he's a direct product of the song of the Valar. Yes. Agreed, which I think so as well. With because he you know speaks only in meter and song, sort of, uh, at least if not supports that there it goes along with it, yeah. And he, you know, he's the like one of the you know, he's oldest, so <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yeah, clearly yeah. he's been around since probably uh, around the beginning,
0: yeah. I mean, and... I, I. I like to think that he's he he reminds me kind of he wouldn't be the exact opposite, but I think his his existence is similar. I think to Ungoliant's existence in that it's just like this is something that was somewhere in the music and is just and took form with the music. Yeah,
1: I mean, I you could say that Ungoliant. Could be some sort of Ainu, but you know, maybe not a Myar. Yeah. And you know, Tom might be in sort of the same boat of being, you know, some spirit that was sort of sung into being, yeah. but isn't, you know, or, or like was a spirit beforehand and was sort of, uh, yeah. you know, made into this thing. But you know, at the end of the day, we don't know it's we don't know it's all
0: yeah the whole thing
1: is i mean
0: that's that's one of the that's one of the good things about having these unexplainable enigmas in a story it's like something for us to talk about because because there are so many real you know in in universe answers to so many questions when you get something like this it makes it fun to talk about you know
1: yeah and um it is, I would say, a little easier to define Goldberry than Tom.
0: Yeah, yeah, because Tom has such a power, and this is something else that we haven't mentioned this yet, but this is actually really quite remarkable and also kind of make, in this way, also makes him less important to the story. Um, the ring has absolutely no influence over Tom.
1: Yeah, he just sort Tom of... Tom
0: actually takes the ring. Well, he, he asks Frodo to hand him the ring. And Frodo, to his own shock, just goes, yeah, sure, here you go. And just hands it to him. <laughs> Tom is like, oh, look at that. And he flips it up in the air. He makes it, he puts it on his finger. And they're all shocked to see that he does not disappear. Then he flips it into the air. Seemingly, it disappears to Frodo's uh, utter panic. Shock. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, shock and, and, and horror panic, and yeah. panic. And, uh, and, aven- and and Tom just, like, hands it back to him, no problem. He's like, oh, look at this he, Yeah,
1: he. <laughs> he looks through it, like through the whole of the yes, ring. Yes, that's and it's right. just like, hey, I don't get what's so special about this thing. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm sorry, is this is dangerous. I don't get it, but okay,
0: whatever. I'm here to, you know, I'm
1: happy to help you.
0: Doesn't seem like a big deal to me, Tom Bombadil. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Which just sort of reinforces the idea that he's sort of not of the world. He's certainly not right. a, a normal being. Because Yeah, uh, I mean, any
0: Maya... Or even you could even argue a, even a even Valor, a Valor probably. Yeah, could could potentially be corrupted by the power of the ring. Um Yeah. I mean so... Gandalf doesn't doesn't dare to to take it. Uh, Galadriel refuses to take it. Like all these really powerful beings are like terrified because they know what would happen to them if they took the ring. And then you have Tom Bombadil <laughs> who's really quite casual, which is another thing I, that know, Frodo a little bit, that he's so casual about this thing.
1: It's like, else, hey, this is a big deal, like, man. Come on. You're not taking this very seriously. I don't know but why I made I, Frodo into a nerd. <laughs> well, in that sort of context, it works. <laughs> it, does, but, it really does. That is the energy of that passage <laughs> in the book, yeah. But he, I would say he, uh, one theory about that, I guess for me is he gives so little of a shit <laughs> that <it> literally <laughs> just like has zero power over him.
0: Yeah. And, and that's something in, um, in the, uh, council of Elrond. Um, I don't remember who it was. I think it was one of the elves. I don't think it was Glorfindel, but I think it was one of the other elves, uh, mentions like, G- well, Galdor, if I it, it may have been Galdor, yeah, I'm not sure. Um, but one of the elves that only makes like one appearance in, uh, says like oh could we not bring this ring to uh to bombadil since uh he seems to have some power over it and then gandalf corrects him to say better to say that it has no power over him so yeah. tom's just like kind of incorruptible which
1: makes it very unlikely that he's a my uh and also yeah, i think gandalf you're right he's says... like a product of the song yeah Uh, gandalf also says he'd probably just lose it (laughs) he he doesn't care he'd just be dancing around looking for lilies (laughs)
0: yeah he says like oh you know he might take it if all the free people begged him but he would not be a safe guardian because he's just not worried about it (laughs) because (laughs) he's tom bombadilly
1: (laughs) yeah you know he's he's a he's a good guy he's like he doesn't uh, yeah he's not he's not he's a flake you know (laughs) <laughs> you can't get him just, to leave
0: his house he's, well he's got ADHD he's easily distracted <laughs> and you can't trust the ring with him that's all just because he'll be like eh, I'll just leave it on the countertop they'll
1: probably be fine there <laughs> you know yeah you'd just be giving it a yeah, he just, hey doll hey. Mary doll dancing in the willows <laughs> yeah <laughs> What where the hell is this thing <laughs> where did <laughs> i put this ring at... uh whatever D.B. dumbedelo <laughs> yeah he he's he's definitely he's an entertaining character and a good distraction and all that but uh yeah. he he just doesn't he doesn't have a role to play in he has a role to play in the story but not in the not in the War uh, of the Ring. No, not yeah. in the in the events of Middle Earth. But uh, yeah. we kind of got sidetracked. Goldberry, yeah. yeah, is called the River Daughter, and I would say she's pretty much just a, a water nymph. It's... I was gonna
0: say I was gonna use the word nymph as well, even though um, it's not oh, it's not a word Tolkien uses in his legendarium. I don't believe at any point. But uh, yeah, it's as good a word as any to describe her. Yeah, she's like kind of <laughs> yeah, she's just a spirit of the river, you know, the Withy Windle. Yeah, which is another really fun word to say. <laughs> yes, <Whithy-windle. laughs> there's,
1: there's a lot of uh... <laughs> um, Bombadil, Windle, <Whithy-windle. laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. Fatty Lumpkin. <laughs> she's a lady fair of golden hair who's dancing in the springtime. the river daughter who puts the nymph in nympho (laughs) (laughs) yeah uh, he does it's a little (laughs) there's a lot of language of Frodo especially but I think all the hobbits just kind of like uh, just checking out Tom's wife blatantly in front of him and he's just like Yes, you like what you see now?
0: (laughs) Isn't my wife a super babe? (laughs) Yeah, he... (laughs) She... so funny. Yeah, oh, wait, here's here's the passage, because it makes me giggle every time. Uh, While Goldberry busied herself about the table, and their eyes followed her, for the slender grace of her movement filled them with quiet delight. Now, that could be read as pretty... Just enjoying the beauty of this innocent, this lovely woman. Yeah, yeah it's innocent, or could also be read as
1: nice. <laughs> <a> hello, nurse. <laughs> wow, I, I didn't. He had such a repertoire of cartoon uh, wolf have <laughs> Watched noises. a lot of cartoons as a child. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, but she. Uh, I mean, apparently, she's uh, she's an absolute babe, and. She, yeah, she <laughs> just kind of like just likes hanging out by the river and just likes flowers and dancing and all the yeah. all that sort of innocent pretty lady stuff that we see in uh Tolkien. But Yeah. She does uh I think the the second day that they're there in the morning, there's a deluge. Of rain outside, and they're like,
0: Great use of that word, deluge, by the way.
1: Yeah, and uh, they kind of look out and they're like, What the hell's going on? And Tom's like, Oh, yes, it's uh, Goldberry spring cleaning, and they're like, <laughs> Yeah, it's oh. Goldberry's
0: washing day.
1: <laughs> yeah, so she That's clearly sort of controls the i, i mean, it's probably the water cycle in the old forests. And <laughs> yeah. around the river, but um, it's it does it all lines up with her being a uh, like a spirit of the the river there. Yeah, yeah, it's about as simple as we could probably make it. She's like, <laughs> yeah.
0: a river spirit,
1: and there's still more mystery to her. Exactly, like you know what, sure, yeah, level of spirit she is and all that. But it's you know obviously it's not as big of a mystery as Tom. But once again, we're not supposed to. We don't get yeah. a definitive answer, and there shouldn't yeah. be one. Frankly, again, it's part of the, again. It's just another part of the fun. Is you know,
0: having these yeah. Things that we just we just don't have a solid answer to it. It's yeah. So again, I've gotten uh, so much more comfortable not knowing the more I've read about. And and the more answers I get to other questions, the more comfortable I am not having answers to some of these
1: other questions. Yeah, I think the more you get into Tolkien, the more you, the less you care about those mysteries, and the more you want other, like more stuff that's different. You know? Yeah. Like you don't even like uh, obviously the plenty of stuff can be fleshed out, but just sure you just want more. Yeah, of more stories and more of his writings, but the the stuff that's there that we don't have answers to, the more comfortable you get with it. Yeah, it's a weird, (laughs) it's a good lesson for life,
0: actually. Yeah, yeah, really. It's like with
1: not knowing things because, uh, you're, I mean, most things that there are to know, you won't know, so yeah, it it works out like that, but uh, so we've got a, uh, hey, we've got a bad men of bits. the West. Yes.
0: <laughs> we're back to it. Ladies and gentlemen, probably. Uh, yeah, we're just, uh, so yeah, we're back to it. We're going to, we're going to hit some bits now.
1: Hey, doll, Mary doll, Tom Bombadillo. If you need to clean your house, you better get a Brillo. I knew that's where you were going with yeah, this. Yeah, I, I mean, it was kind of a, it's low-hanging fruit. It, it's Yeah, but
0: it does work because, you know, it does. we were just talking about Goldberry's cleaning day. Yeah,
1: her washing oh. day, she's just out there on the riverbank just scrubbing a bunch of trees with a Brillo pad. <laughs> I, I mean, it just... <laughs> Um, Brillo. <laughs> I, I I'm just imagining, you know, in the adaptation that we eventually get to, which is yep. gonna be I don't know, probably 15 hours long. It's got to be a, a mini series or something. Uh, yeah, I think so. I think it'd have to be,
0: and it's she, more opportunity for for sponsors and stuff. Of course, yeah, money. exactly. It's yeah. got to be loaded,
1: and yeah, uh, yeah I think uh, they look out. out. <laughs> 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 they look out and. Uh, and they're like, what's going on in the rain? And Tom's like, oh, it's Goldberry's washing day. And uh, she's just out there in like one of those classic like, oh, you know what? She's in Daisy Dukes and uh, <laughs> like a tied on <laughs> shirt. And uh, yeah. she's yeah, yeah. she's out there like scrubbing pots with a Brillo pad while and, Warren's cherry pie plays in the Yeah, exactly. It's just like, and they're just it's like, a, it's like a car wash scene in a movie. It's like that sort of thing. It, I don't know how you get the bounce, you know, <laughs> but like in a, in a Tom Bombadil sort of meter, <laughs> but we'll leave that to the, uh you know, the composer, whoever is going to be in charge of that monstrosity. I don't know. I still like the idea of <laughs> cherry pie by Warren
0: playing or Tom singing. It. Oh, no,
1: yeah, I'm just Did yes. I've... Cherry pie. Who <laughs> cool drink of woman such a sweet surprise? Yeah, no, that's pretty good. I I couldn't I mean, remember enough words to try to <laughs> <laughs> to try to get. I saw it. so good, it make is. a grown
0: man cry. <laughs> All right, sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm done. <laughs> Singing warrants. Yes, let's
1: just, let's just, let's please that. move on from that. <laughs> but yeah, I think, you know, I don't know what
0: references you even for. I mean, that's really a reference beyond
1: us. I mean, it's, <laughs> <laughs> it's yes, it's beyond the bounds of uh, moral knowledge. Exactly. For sure. Like, I'm older than you, and I was born well after that song was a hit. <laughs> but I, I don't know how much money there is in Brillo, but we'll take whatever they can give us.
0: I'm sure it's like a Johnson and Johnson property. So they got they got deep pockets. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) (laughs) Or It'll be like like Johnson Johnson, 3M. Some of these big companies, I'm sure, owns Brillo, and we'll uh, yeah, deep pockets. We can we can get some of that uh,
1: feature. We can get some of that, uh, like messed up baby powder money or whatever, whatever that scandal was, <laughs> along with whatever else we find in the next you know twenty, thirty years. Yeah. Uh yeah, so I also I did come up with a new name for our next segment, which is a I demand a recast. All right.
0: <laughs> there's your, there's but, your gavel. <laughs>
1: yeah. But I I just wanted to run it by and see what you think because it does feel it feels a little you know it feels like a betrayal to just get rid of uh I mm. demand or recast even though it really has no bearing on the token.
0: <laughs> no, it really <laughs>
1: doesn't. <laughs> but that's fine. But oh, we was... we have been using it, so you know, let's let's yeah, see. Yeah, let's, hear, let's
0: hear the new let's hear the new version. What do you got, Sean? What about
1: I cast it into the fire because it also, we're not recasting a lot. We're not like recasting Tom Bombadil. I don't think he's ever been
0: casting him. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So we're casting him into the fire, which, you know, in other words, we're, we're throwing whoever this actor is into this abomination of a, (laughs) of a (laughs) recreation, adaptation indeed so you did you have mentioned before yes jack Uh,
0: black yeah jack black is there's a um there's a there's a there's a piece of art that someone made of tom bombadil and jack black is clearly the inspiration for that particular uh painting i don't know if it's a piece of digital art or actual paint uh it it but, um, it works. It, it 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 really works. I mean, <laughs> I mean, uh, he, Jack Black really goofy. would be kind of perfect. Yeah, he's, he's, got big, he's got the big beard. He's got it, the proper height.
1: <laughs> he's got the belly that you just assume is on a bombadell. I mean, he's a jolly fellow. He is, and he he sings and de- and, and I mean, I'm pretty sure. You know, I is as, as much as I have not been able to do this Tom Bombadil meter on the spot, I've been <laughs> I cannot get it out of my head after thinking about it for too long. It's yeah. I I could it's I, I think if you got Jack Black to just talk like Tom Bombadil for like two days, he would just be able to just speak like that yeah <laughs> just I, I, all the time
0: i mean he's he's a very musical guy
1: he, he's talented, yeah, and he's, I think yeah, he'd be great a, for great it. singer, yeah but um, i also i would like to submit to the uh you know, the casting director here uh Kevin James <laughs> 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 what 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 do we think oh of, man about that one I mean it would be bad. <laughs> i know Well, that's the thing it's
0: like it's funny but like that was such an <laughs> suggestion to me i felt i was Can very
1: offended by that when you heard it just my imagine it was like no way dude <laughs> imagine the tom Bombadil's lines being read by it like in just a normal <laughs> kevin james voice yeah. <laughs> Oh, it, I mean, he would just do it like, I don't know, way too fast or just in his like, I, I mean, what is it like a sort of a New York accent? I don't know. It, it would just be, I mean, it would be so bad, but I kind of love it too. I don't know. <laughs> it would just be like if if you went in, if they went into the old forest and get saved by Kevin James, it would just be like, oh, <laughs> god what is no. is that is that him i mean he's where he's got the he's got the fit going this can't this can't be right though
0: oh by the way i did find i just want to give quick credit to uh, the artist who came up with the uh the image that i was talking about where jack black's inspired by tom tom Bombadil. uh it the artist is named steve irola steve a-i-r-o-l-a so if you
1: type in that and then Tom Bombadil, you'll see you'll see the painting that we are talking about. Oh yes, I have seen this actually, and yeah, oh yeah, it is. It's it's one of the my it's, it, uh, it is, is my Jack favorite, Black as Tom uh, Bombadil. Yeah,
0: it's and it's one of my favorite paintings I've seen of someone doing Tom Bombadil. I really like to <laughs> he laugh. has
1: he has a sort of like <laughs> slightly horrifying face.
0: There is, yeah, there is actually uh, or,
1: something uh, disturbing about his,
0: uh, <laughs> his face. I don't know why. It's not that it's not a.
1: The proportions no, it's well right. done. And There's everything. something about the lighting that is a little upsetting. It's, the, it's the look of his face. like Yeah. Like there's something sinister behind him, just casually flipping the ring. Yeah, it's definitely sinister, deranged almost. Yes, (laughs) definitely worth looking up in this audio medium. It it is uh, is a beautiful.
0: uh, Yeah, it is. It's a it's a beautiful painting.
1: uh, It's beautiful,
0: and it definitely he fits. I mean, yeah yeah
1: it's, I mean, it's is real. there is there anybody else you can uh you can There's, think of for this
0: well it would be impossible to cast him since he's uh no longer with us but i saw another uh fan um oh edit i know of, who uh, you're thinking of robin williams oh i didn't know
1: who you were thinking of
0: <laughs> but yeah seeing robin williams uh, uh photoshopped in a uh into a Tom Bombadil outfit, I'm like, you know what? If he was still with us, that, that would, would actually have absolutely
1: be a... worked.
0: I would have to. They'd have to rein him in, though. I mean, like that's because <laughs> you know we've all heard the stories about when he uh, did the voices for the genie in Aladdin, and how like half of what he recorded couldn't be used because it was utterly filtered. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's yeah, utterly... certainly, yeah. It... It would, it would, they would need a lot of takes because he would be improving and it would be, (laughs) yeah, half unusable. Yeah, but I thought you were gonna say, uh, Chris Farley for some reason. Oh, that would be a good one,
0: too. But I have actually, (laughs) that would be a really really good one,
1: similar to like Kevin James energy, but I think you'd do a better job with it. (laughs) I actually have a really, really good one, uh, Uh
0: and and it's doable, uh, John C. Riley. Oh. We know yeah, he can sing. sing. He's a great singer. Yeah, it I would feel definitely like he would be great. He's got that round kind of face and those like features that make him a little. Is f- you know he's like a cute man, but he's he's
1: also a little, <laughs> yeah, he's he's also a little the, funny looking. You know, yeah, <laughs> he's got the the button sort of. Yeah, he's got the that like yeah, he's got the. Hobo forest Santa look, which is <laughs> yeah. I feel like that would be a really good choice. Yeah. Yeah. No, I like it. Yeah, it <laughs> would definitely work better in like a, you know, sort of comedic version. But yeah, but he's a pretty comic character. I mean, you
0: know, he makes light of everything. He makes light of the of old man Willow trying to <laughs> squeeze <laughs> Hobbit's to death. He makes light of the Barrow Whites. He's like, get out of here. And
1: the ring. yeah. Every ring, of... yeah.
0: Everything is lighthearted for him. Which is because he's terrible.
1: Yeah, it's sort of part of why they were able to recover so thoroughly from all of yeah. the their troubles, which is yeah, all their terror pretty, and their uh, yeah. Pretty uh, rough for the hobbits. They you know, they get to this guy's house and he's like, Oh yeah, whatever, man, all that stuff is fine though. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry about that now check out my hof- hot wife though <laughs> <laughs> yeah they it, i think, think i like tom
0: bombadil and goldberry are swingers like do you think they have a lot of pineapples and core and they're in their home Does i think, think that, the that they're like in the lifestyle we're hoping
1: yeah <laughs> They've uh, certainly. I bet they've got a bunch of pine cones out because that's all they can get, (laughs) and they're like, "Why is this not working?" (laughs) 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 Uh, Yikes! Okay, that's that's something that (laughs) that that's the aspect of our uh, show here (laughs) that Tolkien would be very disappointed. Yeah, that's (laughs) and but that's why you know that's why we're here. (laughs) That's why we're the Lord of the Wrongs. (laughs) <laughs> uh, I've got, I've got one more bit lined up for us here, and it Hell is yeah. Let's do it. Let's it's do almost it. a casting. So I've got a, uh, and this is one that I think we've only done once uh, before. But I've got an alleged allegory for us, Ooh. where, uh, as we know, Tolkien didn't uh a proof of allegory and uh <laughs> yeah don't he want uh, his words to be interpreted as such
0: except of course for relief by niggle which is absolutely 100% yeah, w- an allegory
1: <laughs> yeah that was deliberate but yeah uh, all this other
0: stuff is not <laughs> no
1: and i think he was sort of in that way he was referring yeah. to uh you know actual especially fairy stories and stuff so yeah he yeah but I propose that Tom Bombadil is, you know, a metaphor or a, uh, I guess a facsimile of Teddy Roosevelt.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I think, uh, yeah, I think uh, the I mean... character
1: was heavily inspired by him and, uh, you know, he was, he was in a, he dwelt in a forest in the West. And I assume that's what Tolkien just thought America was like. He only went there once. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, you know, I mean, Tolkien know, never he, went there at all. Oh no, he never went there. He never thought, went to the United States. Yeah. yeah. I thought he went there once, but no, he, he never did. And, uh, so yeah, he wouldn't know anything about America. He'd probably just assume it's basically the old forest and that's probably what it's based on. <laughs> And uh, that's why, you know, when the hobbits go to America, they're able to rest from the weary uh, toil and troubles of the British Isles. This is this is oddly patriotic uh, (laughs) you're (laughs) taking, actually. And uh, yeah, Teddy Roosevelt, you know, he implemented the uh the parks I was gonna say he in invented the States. national
0: park uh yeah uh, often des- described as america's
1: best idea my i which i personally agree with <laughs> it's the only i was just talking to somebody about this it's the only government agency that you can't really fault too much <laughs> uh yeah, yeah uh, it's yeah i mean isn't you trying know, to i screw think everybody over they just don't have enough funding that's their only fault really <laughs> right, yeah
0: exactly but it's a, it is it's a great idea you know it's protected land i mean tom bombadil you know he he, he protects the land he does and he'll like he'll save people from old man willow but he's not going to destroy old man willow because old man willow has his
1: place there that's yeah but i mean he so, basically which dances. is conservation in and of itself he dances out like a rough rider and <laughs> <laughs> wait the rap group uh, yes, <laughs> <laughs> the, the both the rap group and the rough riders themselves. Uh, Tom Bombadil, I like to think he sort of thinks of <laughs> himself as a cowboy of the old forest, or at least a sheriff. <laughs> <laughs> he kind of is the sheriff, yeah. Yeah, I don't think Tolkien mentioned the uh spurs that he's got on his uh yellow boots. <laughs> yeah, he's also got a Colts peacemaker
0: in his, <laughs> his waistband. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah he sings <laughs> softly and carries a big stick i mean he he rides a horse yeah i mean but this the, is the
0: fact that that horse is a pony named fatty lumpkin is less important <laughs> but come on he's, he's that's a cowboy
1: yeah i think that was a little bit of tolkien poking fun at americans you know? yeah I mean, uh yeah fatty lumpkin and making him look so goofy yeah <laughs> But yeah, I think he's sort of the embodiment of mm-hmm. Americans and, you know, yeah. specifically uh, Teddy Roosevelt. Yeah. Even the name is similar if you really, really, Stretchy. really stretch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I, I, mean, I think that's, yeah, I guess the Old Forest was a T. So, you know. Well, actually, wait. Is the Old Forest America or is Valinor America? Oh, it is the land in the West all right <laughs> hey, that's something i it's america for the later. elves the <laughs> land of yeah.
0: opportunity for the elves yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: Yep. Okay. So yeah, I'm sure there's that's some mercantilism going on. That's yeah, definitely what he had in mind. Yeah, that's it's it is hundred percent true. <laughs> yep, I'm sure Definitely
0: one hundred percent true. <laughs> so Definite you know allegory. all that
1: all that stuff we said before about him just being mysterious and a product of the song of a he's just Teddy Roosevelt stand in. <laughs> yep, protecting nature. There you go. <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right. Hopefully, so, less racist than Teddy Roosevelt was. But
1: yes, well, it would, you it's know. not hard to be less racist than Teddy Roosevelt <laughs> was. To be fair, for it's, for it's not hard to be less racist than most of America's presidents yeah, the, before. That is, that is very, very true. Before the year, like I don't know, two thousand. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but anyway. Uh, yeah, sure that's gonna piss the... off
0: somebody so sorry <laughs> if that you off but uh you know just yeah, him like we just called like we're not, it. not, we're not trying that. to make any <laughs> political points here we're just <laughs> trying to speak factually uh, anyway
1: is there anything else uh you wanted to sort of talk about about tom bombadil or can we wrap this thing I, up
0: i think we should wrap it up because i feel like could we could actually form <laughs> yeah we could get into a Real long Tom Bombadil discussion. I think we could really go off the rails. Yeah, and you um, know we're at about an
1: hour, so yeah, we're ready to wrap up. Yeah, it so, does. Yeah. Would you like to bring us home with a fun fact about Tolkien? Uh, yeah. So, um,
0: yeah. So today's Tolkien fun fact.
1: Mm, excuse me. <laughs> zerbilz lost in his thoughts yeah as you i often am figure <laughs> so out...
0: if i'm having thoughts i'm usually also feeling quite lost <laughs>
1: <laughs> what to make up
0: now it's not made up it's uh, <laughs> it's, it's real research into uh, Tolkien and his and the fun facts that we have about it all real. Trying
1: to justify <laughs> this <laughs> ludicrous claim now. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
0: anyway, but so today's.
1: <laughs> while i continue my song oh, blah, 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 blah. okay <laughs>
0: anyway so the old forest this is a true fact about tolkien so tolkien was heavily inspired uh by you know his homeland of england and um so the old forest is actually inspired by sherwood forest and its role played in robin hood men in tights. Oh, specifically men in tights Yep. They do a lot of singing okay. and so does Tom Bombadil, and that's why yeah, it's I guess it's more of a legendarium fun fact than about Tolkien himself, but that's um that's what I'm sticking with.
1: <laughs> wow, okay. Yeah, it started off good, and then you had me a little bit on the ropes, but with the singing yeah. thing Yeah, that sounds plausible. Yeah. I didn't know that. That's yep. that's fun.
0: All right, it's well, a- Well, it's definitely a
1: 100% true fact. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I guess that does. Honestly, Robin Hood Men in Tights does have some Bombadil energy. So it makes sense. It really actually does. (laughs) Uh, uh, Well, can't wait for that one next week.
0: Yeah. Uh, Tolkien was a big Mel Brooks fan, so. Who is it Oh, okay? Them? I mean, doubling you know, down, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm going hard. <laughs> I'm good. If I'm, if I'm gonna do it, I'm gonna do it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right, well, before you dig yourself any further into this hole of um research and knowledge, okay, let's uh let's wrap things up. You want to tell them where they can uh find us or Yes, absolutely. If uh you'd
0: like to write in to the podcast with uh questions, concerns, corrections, praise, uh you want to know what our Venmos are to send us money just cuz uh you can do so by sending an email to <laughs> Lord of the Wrongs Podcast at gmail dot com. That's Lord of the Wrongs Podcast at gmail
1: dot com. And uh Should we just drop our Venmo usernames? Uh, user <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Uh, Let's not do that. (laughs) Yeah, let's not do
0: that. Uh, (laughs) All right. All right, we're done.
1: With that,
0: I guess we say Namadie. Namadie. Tune in next time, friends.